In this episode, I help you learn to use statistics to exploit players by giving you my color coding scheme, and I teach you to exploit at the extremes. Welcome to Smart Poker Study. I'm your host, Sky Matsuhashi, and I definitely want to thank you for spending some of your study time with me. Whether you're folding the laundry, taking the dogs for the walk, driving to and from work, hey, thank you very, very much. If it's your first time here, welcome to the podcast. I am all about helping you turn yourself into a better poker player 1% every single day by taking action on and off the felt. And of course, if you are back for more, welcome back, Jack. If you enjoyed this episode and you learned something that you can take to the felt, please share it with a friend. All you got to do, send them to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash exploit at the extremes. All one word, exploit at the extremes. Alrighty, let's learn to exploit. So in two of my recent episodes, number 291 and 293, I gave you my 10 element KISS, K-I-S-S, HUD, and I taught you how to learn it one stat at a time. So in this episode, I'm going to give you my three level low, medium, uh, medium, <laughs> medium, and high color ranges for each of the stats in the KISS HUD. And I'm going to help you use the stats to exploit your opponents when their percentages are too high or too low. So let's get to it. Gambate. This is damn exciting stuff. So when you're learning how to exploit players using their HUD stats, I want you to experiment when their stats are at the extremes. So you're looking for percentages very close to zero or close to 100%. And the more extreme the stat, the easier it is for any exploit to succeed. Let me give you a little example using VPIP, everyone's favorite, voluntarily put money into the pot. So the low range that I'm about to give you, the low color coding range, is from 0 to 12%. So if you want to experiment using that VPIP stat, target players closer to 0, maybe 5 to 6%, instead of those at the 12% range. And conversely, if we look at the high range for VPIP, that's 25% all the way up to 100. So experiment with exploiting players who are at 50 or 60 or 70% VPIP instead of those closer to 25%. The reason, like I said already, but I just want to reiterate it, the reason why uh, you want to target players at the extremes is because you're learning how to use these stats. So you want a slightly higher chance that your exploit is going to work. And for each of the ranges I'm about to give you, uh, I'm also going to tell you one exploit that you can use for the low range and another for the high range. So for any stat that's in the middle, that's harder to read, and it's also a sign of a balanced player. So don't try to exploit those percentages just yet. Look at the extremes, high or low, to do your exploits. So the first statistic is VPIP, or voluntarily put money into the pot. The low range is from 0 to 12%. This indicates a very tight player who only plays the strongest hands. So you want to steal their blinds a lot. And if they seem weak post-flop... Go ahead and steal the pot with donk bets, floats, and probes also. Now, 12 to 25% is the middle range, but 25% up to 100, that's the high range. And the closer it is to 100, and anything over 40%, they're playing just way too many hands. So target them and play tighter ranges than they do, and that gives you a pre-flop mathematical advantage. The next stat is PFR, or pre-flop raise. The low range is 0 to 
Now, this is a very nitty player when they open raise or make any kind of two bet uh, when it's zero to eight percent or three bet as well. So you want to believe those raises from them pre-flop. Also, because they raise so infrequently with only strong hands, expect them to c-bet frequently because, hey, they only have strong hands in their c-betting range, right? The middle range is 8 to 20%. And at 20 to 100%, they're just way too aggressive with too many hands. You want to fight back with three bets, like especially at anything at 30 or 40% PFR. But only fight back with three bets if they can find a fold. They might be the kind of player who open raises and never folds to three bets as well. Don't bluff those players with three bets. All right, so it just occurred to me that I'm giving you tons of stats and numbers and stuff. Uh, and listening to it in the podcast, it might be really easy to forget these ranges, especially if you're you know, listening to this while you're studying or at the gym or something. So make sure you go to the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash exploit at the extremes. I have all the stats with the ranges listed for you, as well as a video showing you how to color code your stats in uh, Poker Tracker 4. Um, and then I also give you these exploits again for the low and high range. All right, the next stat, three bets pre-flop. The low range is zero to 3%. Now, you always want to look at this stat by position, not as a total. Total is not good enough. If you see that they three bet uh, in their position, closer to 0%, like maybe it's 1% or 2%, that's very, very likely that they only three bet with pocket kings are better or pocket queens are better. Avoid most confrontations versus these ultra-tight three betters. The middle range is 3 to 6%, and the high range is 6% all the way to 100 When you find somebody like this, uh, especially at 10% or bigger over a large sample, you've found a three-bet bluffer for sure. Expect a 3-bet before you open raise and make a plan for their 3-bet. If they can find a fold after 3-betting, then you can make some 4-bet bluffs. But make sure you size it to their pain threshold at maybe 22 to 25 big blinds or so. The next stat is the 2-bet and then fold to 3-bet stat. Remember, you don't want to use just fold to 3-bet because that's that counts like even when you're in the big blind, haven't done anything, somebody open raises, somebody else 3-bets, and you fold, that counts that. The more accurate or the more useful number is they make the preflop 2-bet, then they fold to a 3-bet. The low range is 0 to 50%. When you see this, expect them to not fold to your 3-bet. So 3-bet with hands at the top of their 2-bet and then 3-bet calling range. This gives you a mathematical advantage on the flop, which, of course, you expect to see the flop because they don't like folding, right? The middle range is 50 to 75%. And at the high end, 75% all the way to 100. If they are folding to 3-bets that often after open raising, you've got to bluff them a lot, especially when their PFR is at 20% or greater. That means they have a wide 2-bet range, and they frequently fold. So that's easy 3-bet bluffing profits. The next stat is C-bet, or continuation bet. The low range, 0-40%. to Now, at this low percentage, uh, well, just in general for c-betting, most ranges hit top pair or better and open-ended straight draws only 35% of the time. So if they c-bet at 40% or less, it means they're an honest player when c-bets, so they only c-bet with pairs and good draws. So simply play accordingly, right? It's pretty easy to fold when somebody's only c-betting with good hands. The middle range is 40 to 60%. The high range is 60 to 100%. And of course, 
the closer their seabed is to 100%, the more bluffing they do. Because they bluff so often, you can call them, you know, when you have position on the flop, and then as soon as they check the turn, fire on the turn to seal the pot. You can also raise them when their seabed is like 80 or 90%. That means they're full of bluffs in their range. Raise them to re-bluff them, or if you're out of position, check raise them. And make sure you do it on boards that favor your range or that maybe don't favor their pre-flop raising range. And at the same time, you have to make your check raise or raise big enough. Min raises don't often do the trick, so you might have to make it two and a half to three times their seabet size. Now the last stat is fold to seabet. The low range is zero to 40%. When it's this low, just expect them to call every seabet. They might fold, but you know, if they fold only 20 or 10% of the time, just expect to call. If you expect to call, that means you're going to very rarely, maybe never bluff. But seabet bigger for value because they're calling, right? You got that two pair, you got that top pair, top kicker, you got a set, you flopped a straight. Bet for value because the, the value's good right there. All right, the middle range is 40 to 60%, and then the high range is 60% to 100%. So, of course, the closer to 100% better. And if they're folding over 70%, they are super honest versus C-bets. Uh, so you've got to target them by raising their blinds pre-flop. They're probably going to call you a lot. Then you fire most flops when they check to you. If they end up calling your C-bet when normally they fold a ton, watch out because they hit a piece of the board just now. A few shout-outs today. Alan H. purchased Bitcoin through my Coinbase affiliate link. He went to smartpokerstudy.com Bitcoin, found out how easy it was to purchase the Bitcoin, and then once he got it, um, he gave himself or I guess he got a bonus $10 and gave me a bonus $10 in Bitcoin at the same time. So thank you very much, Alan, for purchasing Bitcoin through me. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash Bitcoin. And I use Bitcoin because on ACR or America's Card Room, it's the easiest way to deposit and to withdraw. My last withdrawal took less than 12 hours. I think it only took like two hours for that Bitcoin to leave my ACR account and hit my Coinbase account. And Nathan Y now plays on ACR along with me. Um, so he can deposit and withdraw super quick with Bitcoin. He went to smartpokerstudy.com slash ACR. CR, and when he used promo code SPSPOD to open his account, well then, he got 27% rake back. So good on you, Nathan. If you want to play on America's Card Room with me, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash ACR and use SPSPOD for your 27% rake back. And the last shout-out goes to Eduardo Dubon, who purchased the Poker Mathematics webinar. Uh, this is one that I did with Mark Warner from ExceptionalPoker.com. Really good. We hit every type of pre-flop and post-flop math, answered questions at the end of the webinar. Very valuable webinar. So if you want to pick this one up for yourself, just go to the uh, show notes page for today, SmartPokerStudy.com slash exploit at the extremes. Scroll on down and you'll find a Poker Mathematics uh, uh, webinar link right there for you. Challenge! Here is my challenge to you for this episode. Visit the show notes page and watch the color coding video that I have there, and you're going to have to scroll down about two-thirds of the way. Once again, smartpokerstudy.com slash exploit at the extremes. Now, the color ranges for each KISS stat are listed on that show notes page, so watch the video, 
Follow along with Poker Tracker 4, put your color coding in place so that you can start exploiting at the extremes tonight. Now it's your turn to take action and shabba do something positive for your poker game. Oh, that's it now. Get out there and be somebody. Go write a book. Alrighty, poker peeps, your learning isn't complete until you visit the show notes page, smartpokerstudy.com slash exploit at the extremes, so that you can see all the color coding, all the exploits listed right there for you, as well as watch that video to help you uh, update your KISS HUD with the ranges. If you're down with taking action to improve your skills and your poker bankroll, you must become a member of thepokerforge.com. I'm revamping the membership right now, so it's going to be course-based instead of uh, monthly workshop-based. So it's going to have eight whole courses with over 15 videos per course. Some of the courses have over 20 videos each by the end of June. So get in it right now to see all the changes, thepokerforge.com. And my other poker podcast called Daily Poker Tips, it's available wherever you listen to podcasts. To subscribe, just go to smartpokerstudy.com slash dailypokertips and you'll get a 30-second tip every day. Until next time, take action on and off the felt to become the player that you want to be.